Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, The goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us and we'll go ahead and get started. to our podcast redeemed i guess i am your host my name is asa and then i have my co-host michael who's here also always and then we have our audio person amanda who uh likes to throw in a few words every now and then thanks for joining us again um today we're in mark and we're looking at the ninth chapter we're talking about causing to stumble and what that really looks well or how we should be cautious about causing other people to stumble. How to cause people to stumble. This is what you got to do. Yeah, I had to, I had to back up and say for a minute because it's yeah, more of a warning. I don't think that's the thing. I don't think, you, I don't think we need uh, tips on how to cause people to no, no, stumble. No, no, I think no. we pretty much got that down. Right, right. But he, Jesus gives a pretty good warning for making sure that we get rid of the sin in our life. Yeah, he is. And I think that connects pretty well to living a redeemed Christian life. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So in this passage of Scripture, first of all, he starts it out. He says, if you cause anyone to stumble, it'd be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and jump into the sea. Yeah, which I think if if you can't understand that, uh, the importance of it there, then everything else is just going to go over your head. Absolutely. And, you know, it uh, causing other people to stumble has always been one of my biggest fears. Um, especially being somebody who's in a position in the church where I actually teach right. and actually guide people, I worry about that. Absolutely. Because the one thing I don't want to happen is for me to cause somebody else to stumble and then they lose their way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can think of nothing worse. Right. And so sometimes uh, that will actually keep me up at night as I'm playing back through uh, different scenarios and things in my head, did I handle this correctly? Did I cause somebody to stumble? And do I need to go make amends and try to correct that if I can? Right. Uh, it's it's very real for me because I do not want anybody to stumble because of me. I don't want anybody to lose their their faith in Christ, if you will, or, learn, or lose their way, if you will, or cause somebody not to want to follow Christ because of something I've done. Yeah. And so, uh, some sometimes even at work, I'm very cautious about what I say and what I do because I want people to see a difference and understand that I'm, things are different because I'm a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want I'm to trying, live differently. Yeah, I'm trying to follow the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bring Him glory. Um, sometimes I think that I got to clean my language up a little bit more because I have uh, picked up a few more bad words than I probably should use. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Uh, so I just got to be careful. And I think you always have to be careful when it comes to uh, making sure that we don't cause people to stumble. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul was always my greatest, greatest example for me there. I mean, everything he did was to make sure that nobody stumbled. And he actually says that at some point in his epistles there that he caused nobody to stumble. Right. Oh, to get to that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm sometimes the biggest stumbling block for some people. And yep. if I could just get out of the way, the Lord could do amazing things. 
And that's what we're hoping to avoid, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, what is it, those things that causes the people to stumble and cause your, or to even cause your own self to stumble? Well, Jesus talked about sin. Yep. Especially in this passage of Scripture here in Mark 9, he's talking about the uh, severity of sin. Um, I think sometimes in our day and age, we downplay how serious sin really is. Yeah, we, we try to say, well, that's a, that's a small sin. That's a little one. Mm-hmm. Sin is sin. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's all big to God. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, doing pornography or killing somebody, it's all the same. You know sin what I'm saying? Sin. Yeah, it's sin is sin. And he's going to judge it accordingly. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. He's going to judge it as sin. Right. So it's not, well, Lord, I just did this. No, it doesn't work that way. You're just as guilty as this person. Absolutely. But in the scripture here, he's saying that we, uh, he's, what was the word you used just a few minutes ago? Which time? <laughs> um, Say a when, lot of words. When the words come out, they come out. <laughs> that may be true. Um, he's trying to, it's almost like a parable. You know what I'm saying? Or he's trying to give an example. He doesn't really want you to do this, but he's... Hyperbole. Oh, hyperbole. hyperbole. There's the word. There's the word. Thank you. It's your word of the day. Write that down. Hyperbole. What does it mean, Michael? To... It means you're going way over the top, basically, (laughs) in layman's terms. I like it. Yeah, that works. That's a pretty pretty good answer. Future teacher right there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So what Jesus says is if your eye causes you to sin... Gouge it out. Gouge it out. Rip that thing right out of there. You don't need yep. that no more. Mm-hmm. He says it's better to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes that have caused you to sin. Yep. And if your feet are causing you to sin, cut them things off. It's better to be crippled in heaven than two feet in hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the hyperbole aspect of things. We don't need to go cutting off our limbs. It's more about figuring it out. And he's trying to explain the severity of sin there, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. that it's better to... If, if you if you can't figure it out by any other way than plucking out your own eyes, then do it. <laughs> yeah. But there are better ways. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then it gets to the point where he says it's better to enter the kingdom of God uh, with one eye crippled and all this other stuff than to actually lose your lose your soul to hell. Yeah. And he gives a demonstration of what or a description of what some of the stuff is in hell, which. Very detailed. Yeah, and there's some people that you know don't seem to have this fear of hell. I read I read a couple of scriptures like this, and it's like it doesn't sound like a place I'd want to be. No, I'm I'm not one of those people without a fear of hell. It says the worms that eat them do not die, and the fire is never quenched. Now I don't know about you, but that doesn't sound like some warm sandy beach they're sitting on. No, 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 no. It's like ten Mojave deserts mm-hmm. with fire, and everyone will be salted with fire. Now I don't know exactly what salted with fire means. But I don't think I'd like that. I also don't want to find out. Uh huh. Yeah. Like that on record. I'd rather, I just, you know, I'm good. I'd rather be walking down the streets of gold <laughs> mm-hmm. than sitting anywhere with eternal yeah. fire and worms. I'll ask Jesus. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that, Jesus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can see the severity of sin and why hell is a lot worse than if you lost a leg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to go here. No. It's a very, very bad place. <laughs> so, Avoid at all costs. Avoid at all costs. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. Stay away from hell. But the beauty is, is that we can deal with the sin in our life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We we can ask for forgiveness. We can uh, start making those choices 
better choices, mm-hmm. if you will, that honor the Lord. So, I mean, the list is endless right. of the choices that you can make yep. to avoid those sins. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing how so often uh, we find ourselves in uh, sinning when it took a while to get to that point. Does that make sense? Yeah, it didn't just show up overnight. No, it didn't. And we have worked to this point, and all of a sudden, boom, here we are. So if we make some better choices, Mm -hmm. choices based on what's in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Then we should have a better outcome. Right. More prayer. Mm -hmm. That's the thing we talked about, Pastor talked about on Sunday. We need to refocus ourselves in prayer. And I believe if you spend more time in prayer, you're going to be less prone to uh, be unaware of your sins. Absolutely. Doesn't mean you're not going to commit your sins, but you're going to be a lot more aware of them. Nope. Nope. And hopefully that'll keep us from committing said sins. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we have this Holy Spirit that's supposed to help us out, but we so often just kind of and quench that so we can't even hear it. Don't sometimes. even use it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Where if we were actually using the Holy Spirit like we should, it's going to be there to help kind of guide our conscience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To help us not make those choices. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we still got to make the choice. Though. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's still up to us. We still have our freedom to choose. And uh, and just because we know what the right decision is doesn't mean we always make it. Absolutely. And so we need to make sure that we understand that sin is dangerous. Yes. And it could cost us our eternity. So what we want to make sure is that if those sins are in our life, that we do what we can to get them out. Yes. And then once we do, we don't go back there again. Yeah, keep them out. Identify the sin, destroy the sin. And get out. Stay away from the sin. Stay away from it. Figure out, that's a, that, like how you mentioned that too, figuring out what got us there. Mm-hmm. Figure out exactly. what do I need to keep out of my life mm-hmm. to keep the sin out of my life. So that I don't go there again. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can't, we can't do this on our own. <laughs> I mean, we really have to rely a lot on God to help us to know how to handle the situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we figure that stuff out by, like you said, prayer, by reading the Bible, just taking those moments to talk to Him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he will do. He will. He will help us, guide us, and help us make those decisions we need to make. Absolutely. But we have to be willing to give him the control to do it. Yeah. So you know, if we're gonna wrap it all up, how does it affect a redeemed Christian life? As a redeemed Christian, we need to make sure that we have we eliminate as much sin as possible in our life, hmm. because the ultimate goal is to be like Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus didn't have any sin. Doesn't have any sin. Zero. Doesn't, will not, never will. Now, we will probably never get there until we actually get to heaven. I understand that. But until then, we have to fight the battle to, mm-hmm. to get as, as much sin in our life as possible. Yeah, and if, that, if you're striving for that every single day, mm-hmm. be surprised where you end up. Yep, exactly. And people are going to notice a difference. They're going to want to know why you're doing things the way you are. <laughs> and you'll be able to share the gospel with them. That's right. And so, I mean, it, it really is so important. And then we need to understand that little sin, big sin, it doesn't matter. It's all sin to God. And He wants us to get rid of it. Yep. And on top of that, as redeemed Christians, we have to make sure that we're living our lives in such a way that we are not causing someone else to stumble. Yes. Because once we get to it, because once we get to heaven, I think there's going to be consequences for causing people to stumble. Oh, yeah. So yeah, and I'm not looking forward to the day when they open that book. I was going to say, that's all going to be a part of Judgment Day. No, and I'm not looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I really hope the Lord says, hey, you know what? You're one of mine. Come mm-hmm. on. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, I've made that decision. Mm-hmm. Made it a long time ago. And I'm banking on the fact that that's what's going to get me into heaven. Yep.
Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.